Johnny's mom warned him to never look at a naked woman or he'll turn to stone. So one day, little Johnny and his buddy Tony were walking down the beach, and they saw this naked woman. So little Johnny turns around, and he takes off running, and Tony runs up beside him. He says, what's going on? Why are you running away? He says, my mom told me to never look at a naked woman or I would turn to stone, and I felt something getting hard in my pants, so I knew I had to get out of there. Today's word of the day is Jungler. Definition an intermittent minstrel. Getting better isn't a hack or a trick or a one change that you need to make. Getting better is a campaign. It's a daily, a weekly, it's an hourly fight. An incessant fight that doesn't stop against weakness and against temptation and against laziness. It's a campaign of discipline. It's a campaign of hard work and dedication. It's waking up early and going to bed late and grinding out every second in between. Every single day. You want to get better? Stop looking for a shortcut and go find your alarm clock. And find your discipline. And find your guts and your passion and your drive and find your will. And then, and then, you will find your freedom. The fulfillment of your dreams lies within you and you alone. The power to succeed or fail is yours, and no one can take that away from you. You can have this, you can keep this, you want things to go good for you from now on. It's on you. You can make that happen. You've got the power to do that. You can change things for you. See, it really doesn't matter what has happened to us in the past. It doesn't matter how many failures we've had. No, none of that matters. See, when you acknowledge that, hey, it's me. I'm the one. I've got to do this. I'm the one that's going to turn this around. So I got some roadblocks here. It's not easy for me. But ultimately, I know that these roadblocks, these obstacles, this opposition won't stop me from doing what I want to do. It will not determine my reality. At the end of the day, the person that will surrender is the person that didn't work as hard as the other person. Just when you felt like you did that last rep and your muscles are saying, I can't do no more reps. You said, I did. You, you got to do one more. Because right now, while you quitting, you might be doing five more. While you quitting and giving up, while you saying, all right, I did enough, it's time to rest, he might just be getting his fall. I will not surrender. You talking about will now. You talking about heart now. You're not talking about physicality. You're not talking about how you look. You're not talking about how strong you are. You're not talking about how tall you are, how fit you are. You're talking about will. It is a mentality. And when you want it as bad as you want to breathe, says, I'm willing to make any sacrifice. I'm willing to go through any pain. I'm willing to go through any suffering. I'm willing to go through whatever it takes. So when I get in there, that I guarantee at the end of it, I won't be the one that surrenders. 
ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. With four days left before New Hampshire voters take to the polls in the nation's first primary, GOP candidates are making a final push. Nikki Haley at a campaign event in Amherst fired back at former President Trump's comments that she would be a losing candidate for Republicans in the general election. Haley says Trump has that proven track record and says she won't be quitting anytime soon. We're going to keep fighting until the last day. We're not giving up. We feel good. The energy on the ground is good. We're going to keep going. ABC News has learned South Carolina's Tim Scott will endorse Trump tonight at an event in New Hampshire weeks before Haley hopes to win her home state primary. President Biden has signed the stopgap measure to extend government funding through early March, averting a shutdown for now. It does not include funding for U.S. border security or supplemental aid for Ukraine and Israel. Tensions rising in the Middle East due to the repeated attacks by Yemen-based Houthi militants on ships in the Red Sea. Israel also says it's seen escalations with Hezbollah to the north. And the U.S. and Israel now at odds over Gaza's future after the Israel-Hamas war ends. The U.S. pushing back on Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's comments that Israel opposes a Palestinian state. ABC's Patrick Rievel is in Tel Aviv, where the debate over a ceasefire continues. There is a wing under Netanyahu that opposes that because they fear that if there were to be a ceasefire, um, they fear that that could be, become permanent and would stop them from going for what he has said will be total victory. He has said that Israel will continue until the total destruction of Hamas. And so we're starting to see increasingly these divisions within the war cabinet. And ultimately what happens here in Israeli politics is going to shape very much what happens in the war in Gaza. The death toll rising from the recent winter storms and brutal cold temperatures. More than 50 people nationwide have died. Another round of winter storms wreaking havoc from coast to coast. More than 1,000 flight cancellations so far today. You're listening to ABC News. President Biden announcing a new student debt relief package, canceling debt for more than 70,000 borrowers. His administration announcing that it's canceling nearly $5 billion in debt for 74,000 borrowers. Now, these are mostly public servants, including teachers, firefighters, and nurses who've worked for 10 years. These are people now who have already qualified for relief under the existing law, but they haven't been able to get it because of gaps in the system. ABC's Selena Wang reporting. The NTSB is investigating what caused a cargo plane to experience an engine malfunction in the sky after departing Miami. The Atlas Air Boeing cargo plane landed safely. There were no injuries. A shocking find for some new homeowners in Colorado. Outside of a home in Grand Junction that had recently been sold, the new homeowners were cleaning out a deep freezer that was left behind by the previous owners. In that freezer, they found a human head. When deputies arrived, the freezer was in the front yard. The new homeowners said they found a bag inside and then realized what was in that bag. It turned out there were also human hands in the freezer. Police say they're now investigating it as a murder. A neighbor told reporters a mother and son abruptly moved out of the home last week. Alex Stone, EBC News. Some good news for workers at Walmart starting next month. And for the first time in more than a decade, store managers are getting a raise. Their average salary will increase to about $128,000 per year. Bonuses could double for the some employees. Michelle Franz in ABC News. The following program can be heard across platforms such as Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. And with that being said, the Ace of Aloncho starts right now.
step I've ever taken in the wrong direction Helped me get to where I am today and led to monumental moments in my life that I would not have got What's going on everybody? Happy Friday, the C.S. Valone Show and I'm still the aforementioned Ace Valone. Now, before we get into what we're going to get into today, a couple things. First off, I would like to share with you guys my new favorite song as of right now. So, without any further ado, I'm going to shut up and hit play. Enjoy it. That was Son of the Dirty South by Brantley Gilbert featuring Jelly Roll. And like I said, that was, that is, excuse me, my new favorite song as of right now. And if you guys remember Rolex on a Redneck, uh, I actually, when I listened to that, I was like, damn, that's better than that song. But Rolex on a Redneck was... My favorite song at that time, just because I didn't listen to the his full album, 
And so I didn't really listen to any uh, uh, other songs other than that song. So that's why it was stuck in my head. And that's why it went on as uh, my new or my favorite song uh, at that point in time. Second piece of business before we get into what we're going to get into today. I want to give a shout out to Nick Stella. He is the CEO, the proprietor, the owner, whatever you want to say, of uh, Rise Fuel Energy Drink. And the one I'm having right now is called Ring Pop. It tastes just like a damn Ring Pop. Um, if you have the blue kind, damn. There's zero sugar. There's 200 megagrams of Choline. Don't know what that is. And... 200 milligrams of caffeine so it wakes you up that's for damn sure um but yeah i'm not really sure what choline is i'll look it up later but any hooser that's that um actually well i bought two two 12 packs on the tiktok shop uh for 8.99 a piece but I, there was a coupon and a discount or whatever, and so the original price was like the original price was like thirty two, and I got it bumped down uh, a coupon for twelve minus twelve bucks, so I got it bumped down to like twenty, like twenty one dollars. Well, it was the 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 total was twenty three dollars twenty three forty nine or something like that. But anyway. Um, but yeah, it was a good deal. Um, but there's, uh, the, um, I've had about six so far. No, not just today. Uh, um, had about six so far. Like I said, uh, yesterday I had about three. So, or no, yesterday I had about two. Or no, three. Yeah, no, three, three. Three yesterday, three today. They came, uh, the first one came Wednesday, and the other one came uh, Thursday. Um, so, I mean, I tried one Wednesday night. So, I mean, two, two, and two, I guess. But anyway, so, um... There's, like I said, there's Ring Pop, uh, Sunny D, the ones that I have had so far, uh, like I said, Ring Pop, Sunny D, um, Baja Cooler, um, Sour Patch, uh, Country Time Lemonade, And then strawberry squeeze. That's six, right? Yep. Okay. So out of the six that I've had so far, I hands down. I mean I have six more to go, but hands down, the Sunny D one man kicks ass. It's fucking delicious. 
Um, I didn't think it would be. I didn't even think like I. I mean, as I mean, as a kid, as a kid, I, I'm still an adult who loves Sunny D. But like as an energy drink, oh my god, that's like next level. Whew, that's next level shit, and that's bomb as fuck. Um, but yeah, no. So, shout out to Nick Stella, man. Awesome product. I am behind it 100%. I will buy it whenever I can afford it, obviously. But I will buy it. I will. I'll just keep buying the variety pack, just because I don't want to keep like buy individually, like cans here or there, like one at a time. I'll just buy the the variety packs. Uh, probably two at a time like I've been doing. So hopefully they keep doing the discount. Um, if not, then I'll pay the full price. I don't care. But if I have the money, I'll do it. But if not, then I won't. But um, if I do, I definitely will. But like I said, I'll just keep buying the variety pack. But you guys go and try this shit. It's bomb. Uh, if you got TikTok, go on TikTok shop. Look it up. Look up Rise Fuel Energy Drink. And you'll probably find it the first spot you look. But yeah, go, go. Go, 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 go. It's, it's fucking awesome. <clears throat> All right. Now that those two little pieces of business are over, it's time to get down to the real brass tacks of today. And today is listen along number 28, Triple H versus The Undertaker 2. Hell in a Cell match from WrestleMania 28. No, I did not do 27 and 28, you know, as WrestleMania 27 and WrestleMania 28. They did not they did not coincide like that. When I was just making the list, I was like, when I was making the list, I put them right there. I didn't know that, that I, I put them there. So there's a lot beforehand and whatever. So, but anyway... The backstory behind this, so if you guys remember from last week, I said I was running it back today, and that's exactly what we're doing. Um, the Undertaker, Everswing at 27, The Undertaker won the match. He became 19-0 and um, in the Noho's Bar match against Triple H. And, but the first, in the first time, for the first time in his career, he could not go walk to the back under his own power. He actually had to be carted out uh, a uh, driving cart like like the NFL players have, I don't know. so he had to be uh, stretchered on to that and driven out of the arena for the first time ever in his career. And so he returned to WWE, um, and he. Kept asking and kept asking and kept asking, kept hounding Triple H. You know, I want retribution. I want one more match. I need it to 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 polish off the blemish of last year. Even though I won, I felt like I lost. Like I want this, and Triple H said no. He can't do it because of because he knows what he has to do and he has to finish him and end it. And he doesn't want to do that. The Undertaker told Triple H that uh, he will never be as good as Shawn Michaels did or came as close as Shawn did to breaking this streak. Um, 
at WrestleMania 25 when the first matchup between Shawn and The Undertaker took place. Shawn Michaels was the only one that came close to ever breaking the streak. Um, those are still... Those listen longs are obviously, obviously out there uh, on my podcast. If you guys want to take a listen to those, take a listen to those. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, it was... So that kind of riled up Triple H, and Triple H was like, all right, you know what? You want one more match at WrestleMania? You got it. Under one condition. Hell in a cell. And, man, like, I was, I was 16 Or no, I was, I was 14. Or no, I was 16. Oh my God, I can't even. Yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, I was 16. Oh my God. Can't even do math right now for some fucking reason. Anyway, I was 16, and dude, I was fucking jumping out of my chair watching Raw, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited, but, I mean, yeah, uh, so that's the caveat, that's one of them, uh, Hell in a Cell was made official, the match was made official, and the other caveat, it was announced that Shawn Michaels was going to be the special guest referee. So a lot of intertwined stories in this one match. Of course, Undertaker retired Michaels at WrestleMania 26, and and Triple H wanted retribution because of that at WrestleMania. They had, so they had the matchup at WrestleMania 27, now 28, and, and it's dubbed the end of an era. Because these two men are the last surviving men of the Attitude Era. So, like, just the last active two participants of the Attitude Era. The end of an era. So, it's an era that we're never going to return to. And, you know, I was, when I, I, I can't wait. I hope you guys enjoy it, though. Uh, as I will, but uh, sometimes, um, sometimes with these listen alongs, not every single match is gonna have video packages. Uh, it, that's pretty evident, as you guys have been well aware. Some of the matches that I've done in the past don't have them because some of them actually started the show, and uh, the first match usually doesn't get a video package. This doesn't start the show, but there's no video package with this matchup, which kind of is unfortunate because the build-up to this matchup was fucking insane. But uh, but there is no video package, unfortunately. Um, so I will get it. I will get the matchup queued up, and we'll take it from there. So please enjoy Triple H versus The Undertaker two Hell in a Cell match from WrestleMania. WrestleMania 28. Ladies and gentlemen, this match is the end of...
of an era. And it will be contested inside Hell in a And again, ladies and gentlemen, joining us at ringside for this matchup, I guess it wouldn't be WrestleMania without good old JR, Jim Ross. Jim, welcome to the announce booth. Thank you very much, Michael. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing history here tonight. And I can swear, swear to you, there's nowhere this old Oki would rather be than right here tonight at WrestleMania 28. Well, there's so much history in this match, and JR, you've been a big part of the history, calling so many great matches involving these three superstars over the years. And it's great to have you out here. Well, I tell you what, I, this is, without question, the biggest honor, the biggest privilege that I've ever had as a broadcaster to be able to sit here and document this matchup between The Undertaker and Triple H, two men that are surefire Hall of Famers. It is the end of an era, and we are all going to be part of it. Little salute from the Heartbreak Kid to Jim Ross here at ringside as Shawn Michaels uh, well, gets set to officiate a matchup that could change the landscape of the WWE for good. I do not envy the position that Shawn Michaels is in here tonight. But what about the power Shawn Michaels possesses tonight? Well, let's speculate, guys, about what he might do. What do you think he's going to do, King? Shawn Michaels, will he call this down the middle? Well, you know, I, I, if you had asked me that uh, a month ago, I would have said, yeah, but Shawn has said a few things uh, over the past uh, few days that make him a doubt. Although I don't think he'll ever turn his back on his best friend, this man, Triple H.
accolades do what his best friend Shawn Michaels was unable to do. Well, King, Michael, not uh, no pun intended, but that's why tonight we will play this game. We will find out if the game can do what his best friend Shawn Michaels could not do. I don't know if Triple H has ever looked more impressive than he does right at this moment. He looks ready. It's an amazing advantage when an athlete has the opportunity to train for one match and focus on one opponent. I don't know if you guys got a chance to check out WWE.com. They have this great feature on what Triple H has gone through over the past couple of months to get ready for this matchup at a place called the Franco's Gym. You should see the workouts that Triple H has been going through to prepare himself for The Undertaker inside the cell here tonight. The Cerebral Assassin. Triple H.
would be afraid of their career and their mortality. But the one man that isn't is standing in the center of the ring waiting, and that's the game. any doubt that is the most awesome entrance of any superstar in the history and that's simply because king of who it is the undertaker 19 wins no losses at wrestlemania and remember ladies and gentlemen that the road to everlasting mortality runs through wrestlemania and on this night, it runs through hell in a cell. in Hell in a Cell, The Undertaker has not won as many as the game. The game has won more Hell in a Cell matches than any man in history. He's won six in his career. Undertaker's been involved in an 11, and here we go. End of an era. Triple H and The Undertaker. How will we start this matchup? We're seeing it. Yeah. Physically, intimidatingly. This match could end at any moment with these heavy strikes by the most feared striker in WWE. Up and down, hard body shots. 
Those carcinogenic right hands of the Undertaker. So debilitating. Certainly a, a different look from the Undertaker here tonight, but you ask me, more diabolical than ever. You know, the question, though, guys, coming into this matchup is the Undertaker's physical well-being. Remember, we have not seen him in a match in a year since the battle with Triple H last WrestleMania. You know, I had just heard that the Undertaker started and continued cutting his hair off on a daily basis until Triple H accepted this match. Look at the Undertaker fight back. Triple H with a flurry has got to fight his way back into it, does the game. The Undertaker has an amazing threshold of pain. And on the outside, legal. Any nope. actions on the outside? Remember, no disqualifications, no countouts. You got to be careful what you wish for. Triple H was absolutely obsessed to have this match with the Undertaker. You mean the Undertaker was obsessed to have this match up with Triple H? That's one of the reasons that he that he cut his hair each and every day. That's what I said, Cole. He could not he could not get out of his mind the fact that that, that he did not leave this arena under his own power at last year's WrestleMania for the first time in his career. I am of the belief that the Undertaker truly believes that figuratively he lost at WrestleMania last year after having to be carried out. Even though the Undertaker beat the game. No one is yes. able to do this. So, oh, my God. oh, man. It's wicked. Oh, it's physical. You can feel that over here. The body of the game hitting the floor with a thud. The 19-0 streak started for the Undertaker all the way back in 1991 in Los Angeles when he beat Jimmy Superfly Snuka. And you guys have got to... Remember the type of matches that Undertaker's been through during this streak, JR. I mean, casket matches, hell in a cell matches, handicap matches, no disqualification. Undertaker opposing his will early, physically, dominating the game in the early going of this one ball to a finish hell in a cell encounter. And again, the only way you win this hell in a cell matchup is via pitfall or submission. Inside the ring here, inside Hell in a Cell. Well, when JR, when you said to a finish, you meant that this is an end of an era. Wow. And an era, ladies and gentlemen, that we will never return to. Again, hard strikes by the near seven foot, 300 pound Undertaker. John Michaels, the special official in this matchup. A man whose career was ended by The Undertaker at WrestleMania two years ago. And remember, I mean, for Shawn Michaels, he really does indeed have the power to end an era here tonight. You mentioned, oh, oh man, uh-oh. I don't know how smart that was on the part of The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels must remain unemotional in an emotional situation. That is the rite of passage of officiating. And there's one unique note we haven't brought up tonight, JR, and this is the fact whether it's coincidence or not, but Triple H has never lost a matchup in which Shawn Michaels has been the special guest referee his entire career. That's a great point. And if that happens tonight, history again will be made uh, twofold. Undertaker dictating this pace. Worst landing, unwanted destination for the game. Seen over the years, 
so well documented how Undertaker is able to use this structure as a very definite weapon. And Undertaker absolutely dominating this first part of this match. Undertaker fully remembering how much pain and suffering he endured last year. I don't know if I've ever seen a more physical match than these two had last year at WrestleMania, but I, somehow I got a feeling inside that hell in the cell, this one may be even more physical. Another game fight back. Question by the game that seemingly didn't affect the Undertaker, not at all. But that clothesline did affect Triple H. WWE Universe here tonight at Sunlight Stadium. There's a buzz. You know, you can hear it throughout the arena through every step of this matchup. WWE fans on the edge of their seats. The game has beaten them all in every generation. It can gain a more immortality here tonight without question by beating The Undertaker and ending this streak. This is the 16th WrestleMania for Triple H. And the 20th for The Undertaker. More than anyone in WWE history as we go old school. <laughs> what a <laughs> No spring break for The Undertaker as he uh, stays in class using that 300 plus off the top. Great agility. dictated the pace of this matchup since the opening bell. And you guys, let me say something about the officiating. If you notice, we hardly even mentioned Shawn Michaels. Oh. And that's a good thing when it comes to officiating. I agree with that. And I, well, this is a... Oh, oh no, boy. no, oh, no. Oh, man! Right between the eyes. Steel ring steps between the eyes. And now one has to wonder if the game is simply on borrowed time. Oh, no. Watch this. Listen, listen. And it looks as if The Undertaker's not done. He's grabbing that bigger and heavier half of the steps. The base of the ring steps being placed in the ring, and certainly not for decorative purposes, quite obviously. We saw Shawn Michaels step away as The Undertaker approached Triple H. Let's not forget about the warning. The Undertaker choked Shawn Michaels oh, a number of weeks ago. He warned HBK, this match has to remain pure. Do it right, or I end you. Say it, Cole. Here comes Vintage Undertaker. Indeed it is! Perfectly placed. Perfectly placed. That loathsome leg drop. Right off on the apron, across the, the throat of Triple H. Just imagine the impact. Imagine, 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 imagine that coming down on your neck. And, yeah. and the game was looking right up at the devastation, making it even worse. Right there, DDT by Triple H, and right back in it is the game from out of nowhere. You like the quick shot in the low abdomen, and then following it seamlessly where the DDT was the cerebral assassin, always thinking. But now he's got to figure a way, does Triple H, to get offensive. Well, using weapons that Undertaker brought into the ring. Well, 
Undertaker may be sorry about right now that he brought those steel steps into the ring. A treacherous thud of the Undertaker's skull bouncing uh, off uh, his uh, steps. Uh, 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 oh, wait a minute. Triple H maybe perhaps set the Undertaker up for the pedigree on those steel steps. Undertaker felt it. Oh, it. And elevated his way into a counter that, oh. that, that will obviously prolong this match another moment or two, it would seem. Did you see the look in Undertaker's eyes, though, after that big back body drop? It was almost a, a look of relief. Undertaker knew just how close he was to being 19-1 at WrestleMania. There's no coincidence that the Undertaker goes back to the strikes when he needs to widen the advantage. The strikes come into play. Maybe the Undertaker, you got to love the way the pace of this match has gone. He, so he is in no hurry. He knows exactly what he's doing. He is. He is dismantling the game. He is decimating Triple H. I don't think he doesn't want to punish Triple H for the punishment the game put him through last year. I certainly will be the last man in this arena to count out Triple H. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no! Oh, my God. The double-A version of a spine buster. The splat of the spine of the Undertaker on the steps. Steel steps meeting a human spine. Oh, oh look, at, look at this, look at this, look at this. Hell's Gate, Hell's Gate. Hell's Gate! This big Triple H last year, the Hell's Gate! Undertaker's got it! He's got the submission locked in, does the dead man! Shawn Michaels asking his best friend if he wants to give it up! And the oh my god! Look at this! Triple H! Oh, that strength! That strength! Sinful strength, Mike! Triple H, the cover! The cover! Well, the one thing that saved Triple H there, I believe, is the fact that Undertaker's back was on the steps. Watch this again. And right here, the oh, the man. spine, the lower back, and then the strength, the raw, animalistic strength of the game. That is survival mode. I have never seen anyone ever, ever. Game, obviously. He's already pulled out of one steel chair. All legal. another. Steel steps and now two chairs in the ring. Hard shot downstairs. Again on the spine. The cerebral assassin going back to the spine. No wasted motion by this man. Wounds beginning to show already on the face of Triple H as this matchup continues. Superhuman results are achieved by perseverance and heart. And we're seeing that from the game here and now. Again, all this is legal. Yeah, as if that demonic structure weren't enough. Don't need those. You've got steel steps, metal chairs. LNSL is a lawless entity, ladies and gentlemen, with no rules. No, look at the oh, spine again. It's as if there's a large bullseye that has been figuratively drawn on the spine of the Undertaker. Oh, man. Triple H has taken over after that spine buster on the steps. Again, again on the spine. 
Not the legs, not the head, not the shoulders, but the spine. Wait a minute. That's too much. A vile, vicious, malicious attack. Even Shawn Michaels says too much. How can it be too much when there are no rules? Exactly. And now the edge of the chair. What a win, but you don't want to destroy this man. He has to do this. I think Triple H made it clear. You want it done, and you end it. Just go over there. I don't have to be like this. You know he's not going to quit. Cover him. Triple H refusing to cover the Undertaker.
was retrieving that. That sledgehammer. Frustration, desperation. It looks like we've driven a 
on the scene of a car accident. There's bodies everywhere. This is absolutely amazing here. What? what? 20 feet of, of carnage. The game makes his way up. Oh, oh no. And slips out the ball. Sweet Tim music. Sweet Tim music. Sweet Tim music. Look at the green. Streaks over! Streaks over! I've got the count! They've done it! Done it. Oh, they haven't done it! It's not over! It's not over! The streak lives! And Michaels! Oh, Shawn Michaels has been calling this matchup down the middle. He was gonna ring the bell to take Taker out of it. And then he was put at the Hell's Gate. Michaels was put into a very tough position for Mr. WrestleMania to be in. His emotions overwhelming him. He just kept bam, bam, downtown. A slumber knocker, a sweet tip music, and then the pedigree. And somehow, amazingly, the Undertaker still lives. Look at this. The Undertaker will not die. On April 1st, 2012, he will not die. And now, sledgehammer in hand once again. continues. The carnage ensues. The referee shot back on his feet. Triple H on his feet. The emotion overcoming the game with his obsession. Whose will is greater? Whose heart is beating 
men even back on their feet. Believable. I don't know. In this absolute unadulterated passion. Every person in the stadium. I've never seen a display of courage. And guts. Like we're seeing here tonight. And this is exactly the way it should be between these two. Who can survive? Overhand right. And another one for the pink fist of the game. Finding his mark. The Undertaker staggering. Oh, oh, oh no. No. Undertaker trying to count. Look at this. Look at this. Pedigree. Yes. Another pedigree. Michael's got the count. The cover. The throw. And he kicked out. Gonna get three. How close was that? How close could you get without getting a three? And Michael still is so, so Never end. 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 Never end.
Jokic is fully aware of the danger he's in. He is trying to use that, that, get that sledgehammer. Triple H doesn't even have the strength to lift that hammer now. The game riding in pain. Stay no out. human being should have to suffer in this manner.
way back into it. He's going to try to use the sledgehammer. Boom! One more time. But it was not to be. And then this. You heard the results. You heard the sound. And the game finally won the last valiant attempt to utilize the sledgehammer. And it was not to be. The defiance. The last act of defiance. And following this. The final act of defiance. You gotta finish me off. I will not die. You must finish me off. And the Undertaker, perhaps in a perverse show of respect, did exactly what the game requested. Emphatically, with the best that the Undertaker could bring, the Tombstone Iodrider. And Shawn Michaels counted the three. And finally, in the Undertaker's mind, he gets what is his. Vengeance. A standing ovation from 78,000. 363 and a moment that will live in infamy in WWE an image we can never replicate an image that we will all remember forever Well, there you guys have it. Undertaker goes 20-0 and defeats Triple H yet again, this time inside Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. What a battle, what a war. Good Lord. No video package, but, like, the match was over. Like, it, it hyped itself up to the point that the video package wasn't needed. Yeah, like I said, no video package at the start, but yeah, just a fucking war of attrition between those two men, and it was crazy. A lot more talking from the announcers this time around, which is good. Um, yeah, at the, at the end of the matchup, all three men went up to the stage and hugged it out and all three men have tremendous respect for each other great great amount of respect for each other and that was like a real moment in time that those three weren't the wrestlers they were the humans and they shared that moment and it'll live forever and it's just a crazy thing and yeah um you just <laughs> But, yeah, and then the the end graphic um, at the end before the screen went black was 20-0. and 0, So, I mean, just what a graphic to end on. Um, so, I before I actually started the matchup, um, I looked up and I mispronounced it. 
uh, earlier on the can, um, I said choline, it's, um, uh, or I said choline, it's, uh, choline, and it's like a natural herb, um, that they put into the drink, uh, sorry, I don't, I didn't mean to fucking go off course, but, like, really segue from a fucking war between Triple H and Undertaker to a fucking energy drink, but yeah, that's what it is, and also has, so it has 200 grams, or mega, grams of choline, and then 200 megagrams of caffeine, so, uh, getting, you know, getting my caffeine intake, and you guys might have heard the, the opening of the drink during the listen along, um, try to make it as quiet as possible, but, uh, this one is Peach Cooler, and I gotta say, this one is better than Sunny D. But like I said, you know, thank you to Nick Stella, uh, for the find, you know, go on TikTok shop, it's on there, uh, the variety pack, like I mentioned, I bought two, and so whenever I have the money, I'm just gonna get the variety packs, two of them each if I can, so, yeah, but what a match, what a story, the saga for four years at that point, from WrestleMania 25 to 28, ends uh, between all those individuals, so, it was truly the end of an era, and what a way to go out, Undertaker 20-0, defeating Triple H, yet again at WrestleMania, inside home, so, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna ride off into the sunset with this episode, but before I go, you guys know the drill, actually, my bad, before I talk about that, so, when I do these listen-alongs, I do the whole sh- kit and caboodle for you guys, I do the whole shebang, I do everything, uh, the video packages, yes, I started them late, I started them on episodes, uh, uh, on, on number six, uh, Edge versus Randy Orton, last man standing match, I started them late, I should have started it at the very beginning, but from six to now, I've obviously done the video package and what else, the whole match, I don't do, I obviously don't do in, like, until they get in the ring and the second bell starts. No, I do the entrances, I do the match, and then whatever's left after the matches. So I make, I go until the screen turns black and they move on to the next segment. I don't just do the match and then the winner is da 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 and then end it. No, I, I do the whole thing for you guys. It's a listen along. I treat it as such. So that's that. I wanted to just let you guys know. I just wanted to let you guys know that. That's why I do everything. So without any further ado though, I'm going to ride off into the sunset, like I said, but before I go, I'm at you guys with a little bit of pocket wisdom, a little bit of gem. Today's moment is in. Calvin Ayer said, some people are unbelievably scared to fail, but embracing failure is actually an empowering thing. And that's some zen for you guys. I'm full of it. And until next time, I'll be back with more wisdom, more vitriol, and more of the Ace of Alone Show. You guys take care. Have a happy Friday.
for candidates is ready to make an endorsement. Lisa Brady, Fox News. Sources tell Fox that South Carolina Senator Tim Scott will back former President Trump, appearing with him tonight at a rally in New Hampshire. Scott choosing Trump over his home state's former governor, Nikki Haley, who's been rejecting Trump's claim she has no chance to win. This is about making sure that people know they have a choice. This is our chance. Don't complain about what happens in the general election if you don't play in this primary. And we're going to do it. We're not going to let the media define what this race is. Trump has a double-digit lead over Haley in New Hampshire polls ahead of next Tuesday's primary, with Ron DeSantis a distant third. There's an unofficial write-in campaign for President Biden, who didn't register for New Hampshire's Democratic primary after the DNC changed its primary calendar, making South Carolina first. The president just signing a stopgap spending bill avoiding a partial government shutdown today and setting new deadlines in March for Congress to finish work on budget bills. The March for Life underway in Washington, and it's personal for House Speaker Mike Johnson. Johnson shared his story of having teenage parents who chose life. Annie says the pro-life movement should encourage more people to make that decision. This is a critical time to help all moms who are facing unplanned pregnancies, to work with foster children, and to help families who are adopting. Abortion figures to be a major issue on the campaign trail this year, as many states are debating abortion laws. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in Washington. President Biden and Vice President Harris plan a campaign rally for reproductive rights on Tuesday. Another round of snow hitting the Mid-Atlantic and the Northeast, including Philadelphia, which could get several inches. As soon as they say it's going to snow, everybody's out. Shopping. The city does have a snow emergency in effect, however, to help keep roads clear for plowing later, depending on just how much accumulation they get. America is listening to Fox News. faces another lawsuit over lemonade that has more caffeine than Red Bull and Monster Energy drinks combined. Charged lemonade on the Panera menu listed at 390 milligrams of caffeine, near the FDA's 400 mil daily max. After two lawsuits claiming customers died, a third lawsuit claims that caffeinated lemonade caused permanent cardiac injury. 28-year-old Lauren Scarrett claims after drinking two-and-a-half charged lemonades from the Panera in Greenville, Rhode Island, she went into heart palpitations, landed in the ER, suffering brain fog, body shake, shortness of breath. Scarrett claims she had no health issues before, but now has atrial fibrillation with recurrent episodes suddenly and without pattern. Fox's Therese Crowley Panera stands by the safety of its products. A federal appeals court hearing arguments today on a convicted killer's bid to stop the nation's first ever execution by nitrogen gas set for next week in Alabama. Attorneys for Kenneth Smith raising safety concerns. Man's best friend rescues her owner. When a Traverse City, Michigan man fell through an ice-covered lake, a responding Michigan State police officer had a unique idea after failed attempts to throw a tethered rescue disc to him. Officer Cameron Bennett then thought he'd try to reach the trapped 65-year-old standing up to his shoulders in frigid water by getting help from the man's own dog who was standing by his side. Send your pup here. Will she come to me? Ruby, come here. Come here, Ruby. The rescue disc then tied to Ruby's collar. She returned to her owner, who then got hold of it and was pulled to safety by Bennett and a firefighter. The man who'd been in the water for about 16 minutes was then treated and released from a hospital. Billy and Wu, Fox News. Stocks are rallying, led by tech shares. The Dow's up 370. The S&P in record territory, right now topping 4,800. Elisa Brady, this is Fox News.
you guys enjoyed that episode, do me a favor. Leave me a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Audible. Or however many stars you think I deserve. And until next time, I'll catch your asses down the road. Grab a clue, what could that be? They tell me that I'm never gonna make it. They want me to do something that can make sense. They hate when I keep dreaming I'll be famous. But I don't give a fuck if I keep chasing. They tell me that I'm never gonna make it. They want me to do something that can make sense. They hate when I keep dreaming I'll be famous. But I don't give a fuck if I keep chasing. This life could be special if I get rid of the devils. They think that I am a rebel. I think they want me to settle. There's nobody on my left.